but are you in a cozy place now? I am. I'm, 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 I'm ready. Okay, perfect. Well, you guys, this is Hidden Metaphysical Lick by Nikki Montana, myself. And I have on the phone right now, this is my intuitive guru and my gypsy goddess. <laughs> he goes mm-hmm. by the name of Mr. Christian Bradley West, a.k.a. I would say the best country fried kundalini that you ever ah. had, honey. <laughs> a little, little IG tag in there. <laughs> and hillbilly hocus pocus. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Um, Christian is an intuitive luminary. Um, so for some of you that may not know, are kind of like virgins to the game. He's connected in the psychic realms and many more than just that too. Um, but I'm so happy that you're on here with me today because I'm just starting my podcast and I kind of really want to focus on like music and metaphysical things and like life knowledge and all that stuff. Um, But I also want it to be like a place for all like my visionaries and like for people to be able to come on and expand and cultivate themselves and kind of like get them heard in a cozy environment. Um, And I just know for a fact the people need to know you. So what's going on? (laughs) well thank you thank you for that that makes me feel wonderful um it's funny because yesterday i you know we started out uh, briefly um talking about animals as you know and and i saw a hawk yesterday i was walking down the road and it was screeching and i'm not used to that i didn't know what it was at first and once i had passed the property that it was on i looked back and it was just this massive like this you know bobcat in a tree and um and I, I asked what the meaning was, and it said, like, use your voice in a very, and the hawk represents focus and, um, and also priority. So it's like, use your voice in a very um, focused, prioritized way. And it uh, was my message. And, and, I, and I, I think I, I've been working through childhood trauma for a good portion of my life for probably 20 plus years about expression and expressing myself and one thing that I feel like a lot of us are being called to do right now including you obviously is to express ourselves in a very conscious manner uh, through uh, awareness not the fear um, you know, don't get caught up in the conspiracy theories. Don't get caught up in even the perceived facts, uh, because my perception is, is that what we see sometimes is a junk drawer and you can't find anything. And what we need to connect with is what people might call the void or the spirit realm where it, we can't see anything, but we can find everything. So it's right now, I feel like part of the message that I want to encourage and and bring to people is have faith, Uh, look beyond what we see and know that we are not victims in any of the circumstances going on right now. I like to use the word valor. We are we are we are the valors as as the antithesis to the victim. Um, So we are the champions And, and the root of the word valor is value. So we we learn to alchemize whatever we're going through and a lot of people out there are going through very difficult times um it was already difficult and now it's become exponentially so potentially and and we're not done with this so i my perception is that it's important for us to find the value in everything we do right now and be very conscious of that and when we feel like the victim pause and go I'm not going to let that overtake me. I'm going to use whatever is in front of me and transform this lead into gold, so to speak. So yeah. that's a, 
yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now, and I'm I'm out. I'm with everyone else. I'm practicing this, so it's not. Right. I haven't mastered it. It's not something that, you know, the, the, it's just something that I I I do every day because, like everyone else, I have my conditioning, my fears, my junk show up, and mm-hmm. so yeah. So that's what's going on with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. I think um, it's interesting hearing you talk about that because it's kind of like we're going on a journey, you know, like we, we have to go into this realm of like dealing with all this stuff right now, but it brings us into a journey where we kind of can recognize and learn more things. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to like, hear that's where you're at too. Um, Maybe more like a, it's like a calming today, for example, it's like a nice calming place and like just feel so vocal and so good. So I definitely am with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. It's of it's of utmost importance right now for us to, especially those of us in the spiritual community who have been practicing for a period of time, to um, to continue with that practice now more than ever and invite other people into into it uh, who present to be available to people right now who need to find us. Um, I just uh, before all of this happened, I was very intuitively called to update my website which I think I finished last night I'm not sure <laughs> I'm tweaking it did you see okay you're seeing the new update okay mm-hmm. yeah there, there's there's some words that probably need tweaking some alignment it looks better on desktop I, I found out that the Wix platform is not very mobile friendly which was a little frustrating after spending about eight weeks doing it but um but but I felt like it was necessary um and I feel like it's necessary to do more videos and to just show up more. And, and, and I think that uh, for personal reasons, for whatever reason, I was, I've been, you know, a little timid or dealing with my own fears of doing that. But I feel like all of us uh, who are aware in this and the ones that are just becoming uh, aware, it's important to show up um, and, and not be afraid to um, present uh, all of our pieces, <laughs> all yeah. of our colors, all yeah. of the spectrum of our expression so that uh, we can help other people be very brave. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Yeah. Your website is, is looking great. I would definitely say that. Um, and just being able to, like you said, kind of be a little, maybe more vulnerable and just show yourself. Um, I was going through the same thing too. I'm like, wow, I just, I feel so, something inside of me feels so good to be able to just do what I've always wanted to do, like music and you even start a podcast too. you know, how many doors it's going to open up for people. Um, And also just you with your website and everything, it's going to do such wonders for you. Um, So I'm proud of you. I just love what you're doing. And I guess um, jumping into it a little bit, I think I kind of want to get a background for some people so they kind of understand like everything. Um, So even you're talking about like your childhood stuff. um, One of my questions was, where did your soul recognition begin? Like when you were a kid, how was it? And like to where it's at now? So initially it was very innate. Um, My mother told me uh, I was always communing with the nature spirits, whatever they were. I, I got very sick with the flu uh, 
before the age of four because we were living in the first house and we lived there till I was four. And I, I kind of where I live becomes my chapters, by the way. So I, I define it like that's like, you know, my first chapter in life was one through four. Mm-hmm. And we lived there and I got really sick with the flu. And she said, I saw the little people with wings dancing around me. And I didn't know what a fairy was. I didn't know what an elemental was. I didn't know any of that. But I, she said, I saw them. Um, and I'm pretty sure aliens showed up somewhere when I was younger, too. I remember waking up one night terrified and these strange beings were surrounding oh, me wow, yeah. when I was very young as well. And then it really started to hit, you know, it, it went dormant. Um, and then it really started to hit around my teen years, puberty, which I think happens for a lot of people. You know, our brains start to change, our bodies start to change, everything starts to change. And we lived in our third house, which uh, was built on the Powhatan Nation's property um, in Virginia. Um, so the Native American um, tribe of Powhatan, you know, which, and we, we lived just two miles down the street from Pocahontas State Park. Hello. And, and that, that area was very rich in a lot of energy. And, and I started seeing things, feeling things, uh, stuff would show up. Um, and a lot of trauma happened around that time for me too. Um, not to get too deep into it, but uh, mm-hmm. my father was very angry. My parents fought a lot. And, um, and so I think that kind of exacerbated things. And I just became like this raw empathic nerve. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I got very sick and I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And, um, and so I started working with essential oils. Uh, I, and, and to preface this, uh, the week, actually the day my mom found out she was pregnant with me, she met um, a woman who's my mentor and um, named Debbie, and she worked in a metaphysical store called the Aquarian in Virginia. And so she has essentially kind of been my guide um, in, in exploring and learning about all the different tools. Um, so about the age of 19, I left Atlanta. We were living in Atlanta at that point, And I, I, I went up to Virginia and stayed up there for two months and started learning about astrology and tarot and which I was already learning about but she was surrounded just with the all these people so I had all these people reading my chart reading my cards and Mm -hmm. and and reading my palm and I was just thrown into it and that really uh, between 16 and 19 was very much so just this this opening um, and the door really hasn't shut since. I've, I've, as I say, we awaken and then we take naps, you know, along yeah. the way. Um, and um, and so there's been a lot of naps. And at this point in my life, the last five years, I have not been allowed to to fall asleep. It's just if I start to go to sleep, something will happen that really? is like a hot poker that just hits me, and that's like. Oh, I'm suffering again. I, I can't, you know, I have to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, and as I say, a lot of people awaken, most people are in the awakening process. They're not fully awakened because there is that ebb and flow and back and forth. And I'm not saying I'm awakened at all. I, I still feel like I have moments where I'm not paying attention and I fall back to sleep mm-hmm. and I'm putting in a lot of effort to stay aware. And as they say, keep the watch fires burning or in, as the Bible, the story of the, the women in the lanterns keep that lantern lit you know at all yeah. times yeah. <laughs> because I don't feel like I can afford to not 
and and I, I talk a lot about the tools. Um, I talked a lot about the tools that I learned there, and really that's what they were. The tarot, um, tuning into. I, I met some of my spirit guides then um, in a meditation in a class I took. Um, a lot of those things happen. I, I don't hinge my practice onto that because what it comes down to is just maintaining a state of uh, awareness in, through really intuition and being heart centered. Um, that is a major part of, of, of my practice now. Uh, but that's kind of what happened. And so throughout the years, I started giving readings to friends. Um, and then two years ago, I did a soul retrieval and driving in Virginia, actually on that property mm-hmm. uh, and on the native land. And, and uh, well, it's all native land, really. But, um, but on that part of it. And, and I, um, um, and it was, it was very powerful. And driving home, I heard my ancestors screaming at me to start the country clairvoyant, which I couldn't say without laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they said, you're going to do spiritual memes, and this is going to help you make a living when you need it. And they were right. And so I went home and about a month later, I launched it and I had almost 4,000 followers. And to preface it before that, I had already started a couple other Instagram accounts that went nowhere. So I, 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 I put those to sleep um, let them go for, for, for now and, and, and went forward with the country clairvoyant and, and, and I'm here today talking to you. So if, if I wouldn't have done any of that, we would, we might not have met. (laughs) Isn't it interesting? Everything like just aligns together. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I've learned to follow those impulses regardless of how ridiculous they appear. Mm -hmm. You know, I swear to God, people look at me in my life sometimes and go, he's fucking crazy. Excuse me for the cussing, but (laughs) there it is. (laughs) And then, um, um, and then, uh, but you know, because I, I've just learned that I hear, I hear that guidance, uh, and I've just been really refining, listening to it, regardless of, of how ridiculous it, it appears. So, yeah, and like even because you're a Capricorn too, right? I am. Yeah. yeah, I feel like not only justifying just because you're a Capricorn, but the impulsive kind of ness and listening to your intuition especially since you're so connected like that um, because everyone's connected in a different way and they'll they can grow more into it or maybe where they're at right now is like I don't understand like what you guys are talking about you know yeah yeah but like just being connected like that and you know the impulsiveness is sometimes like the best thing because I'm an Aries and I've always been impulsive but it's led me to great heights um, and also great downfalls too. So it's kind of like when you can be connected, you can trust that intuition and just follow it. So look well, where we're at now, boo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you're an Aries because, um, this, this, the last new moon was an Aries. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I felt like that was somehow significant for me because all the Aries energy lives in my 10th house and I don't have anything living there natally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never really, um, I've never really looked at the Aries energy very closely, but it has been difficult for me over the last couple of weeks because that energy in being in the 10th house, they're re- like that spark, that fire has really been like, okay, it, you know, with the sun there, the moon was there um Chiron is there you know all that stuff being right there was like okay you have to like use this Aries energy right now and it's not something I'm used to using mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> we'll come so it's a, 
<laughs> yeah, so it's interesting that you are Aries and we're having this this talk and um and, and and there was a part of me not that I didn't want to do it, but there's some resistance in me right now just across the board. Mm-hmm. Even when I launched when I hit publish last night on the website after like I said 8 weeks on it, I was like, "Oh, ick, oh my god." <laughs> like I don't know, I still re- I still have that resistance and the Aries energy is is like the spark of the zodiac. It's it's the start of the fire. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, like, do this now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, so it, I love that. I love that you're, <laughs> that you're Aries and you're bringing your energy to whatever I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, this is, and we're doing together. <laughs> yeah, and um, I saw a picture, and I actually did an interview with one of my friends who's a producer, and it was a picture of a producer back in like 2003 or something. And he had a vintage MacBook, like those little teeny computers with his little piano yeah. set up. And the first thing I thought to myself was like the beauty in the beginning. So it's like you can go, you, you can start kind of like from anywhere, but to be able just to start and do something, it's going to take you to the success and stuff that you want to do. It may not yeah. be like the prettiest journey, um, even me describing it, it really, everything is the beauty of the beginning. So if you can just have that spark and just do it, yeah, that's the greatest thing because I don't know. I just, I love that. Um, so, yeah. And it's funny cause I really do feel like I am at the beginning. This is, uh, even though I've been, you know, I, I decided to throw myself out there professionally, um, two years ago, I, I just, I, I feel like this is just the start. I feel like everything up till now has just been a lot of practice Yeah. <laughs> because, because even I know I've mentioned it and this, I'm not trying to plug myself, but it, it's, it's kind of significant for me. This website is the first uh, kind of thing outside of just the, the Instagram page where, you know, uh, no one's, I had, I didn't hire anyone to do it this time. I, I hired people before I I'd done all the graphics. I decided to throw all my art up on there too, because I still get people, which by the way, for those who don't know, my, my background is in fine art and textile design. So I, I, I threw that up uh, part of my background. Anyway, there's a lot of facets, but that's, that's one element. Once one facet. Yeah. And so I threw that up there. I see that in the vision section. Yeah. The drawings so- and all that. Yeah, so I, I I really it was really about honoring like it it, it was a, it was really a very much so a practice of honoring all the pieces, and and allowing them to come together in a cohesive way, which is where I feel like right now, which is really a solid foundation for me to operate from going forward. Um, because yes, I, I like the term intuitive luminary instead of psychic medium. Um, and so forth. But I'll say this at, at my core, I'm really an artist and I say art is alchemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we take what we're given, the tools we're given and we make something beautiful out of them. So you use that beautiful, the spark, you know, the Aries energy really is looking at what all the tools are right now, what's available right now, what can you use? How do you use it? Um, and knowing what to use, when to use, you know, I say to people, I said, when you, when you, you, you use a screwdriver for, 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 for a screw, you don't use a hammer for the screw. You could, but when you need a different tool, you go to a different tool. Mm-hmm. And so I've been looking at my toolbox and, and been 
and wanting to offer it to other people, if that makes sense. Go, hey, these are the tools that I've worked with. This is what, this is how I've done it. See if it works for you. Yeah. And I, and I feel like this practice of the website really was just that, me using all the tools that I have, uh, my creative tool, the art, the design, um, whatever wisdom that I channel, uh, so forth and so on. Uh, you just got thrown into that. You know? <laughs> it usually happens like that, just all together at once. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's there are really a lot of culmination points here. So I really feel like I am at the beginning of something uh, that I, I'm not sure what it'll look like or or what that is yet. But uh, and I feel like even for humanity, for anyone out there who's stressed who's listening who has anxiety who's who's afraid and anticipating um you know what's happening in our world my perception is that um it's really an opportunity for us to um pause review and transform Mm -hmm. um through all of that so yeah yeah it, it definitely is and it it all will eventually probably most definitely tie back together and kind of just make sense you know more so in the future even we'll be like wow that kind of makes sense why I was feeling that way or why we went through that or whatever the case may be um but I think like in terms of like psychic realms yeah because I know that there's so much me personally I have never had too too much depth like I know I'm very very intuitive and I can really feel things and stuff like that but I've never really seen too many things because I know there's different factors there's like clairvoyance clairodulence clair there's like four or five different cognizant yeah there's I just say clairvoyant because clair country clairvoyant sounded better than the country clair audience (laughs) (laughs) it had more of a ring to it Mm -hmm. yeah and and we pretty much carry all of them. It just depends, like like different muscles. You yeah. know, some of us have a little bit more than the other, potentially. You know, yeah, uh, like anything in life. But yeah, sometimes I wish my mom loves Sylvia Brown, and I was like, oh my god, I wish I could be like Sylvia Brown and be connected like that. But yeah, what I was gonna say is, there's when you're so connected, there's so much things like you have to protect your energy too. So it's kind of like. How do you, with your depth, um, what are some ways, I guess, that you, like, protect your energy, you know? So, let's, I I would like to reframe this a little bit for anyone listening. I I, I really, um, it's not a bad word. Protection is not bad. I'm not judging it. Mm -hmm. It, It's not my favorite word to use because... I feel like, again, it speaks to the world of things. It speaks to a walls, fortress. We need to do this. And I'm not saying that we don't. Um, we have immune systems for a reason. Uh, my thought is, though, is I like to come at it from a different perception, which is that every, all my teachers, you know, and everything I've learned is to say that what we essentially do is we become, quote unquote, protected by not protecting. And what do I mean by that? I mean, not taking anything personal, because if we have anything that the stuff can stick to inside of us, we want to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And so if we stop taking things personal, if we realize that what maybe we've taken on as empath is just not ours, it's someone else's pattern or it's mirroring back our pattern. So we want to be super conscious, you know, then we go, oh, and then we can drop it literally like dropping a ball or dropping a pillow or 
just, you know, sitting on the couch and just releasing it all. To me, it's more about not allowing anything to influence you is how you quote unquote protect yourself. So it's about going, this does not have power, kind of like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings to the Balrog, you shall not pass type of thing, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like you are not going to have this impact. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier, like the victim, like I'm not a victim. And, and a lot of humans get very influenced by their circumstances, by what's going on, by the fear. And so my thought is, is that we want, you know, one of my, one, my primary mentor who I spoke of earlier, you know, she asked me more than anything what are you afraid of because I find that the fear is what kind of draws whatever the stuff is yeah. so if we drop the fear it's like there's nothing to there and, and and we hold the other layer to that that I'll that I'll include is one of my mantras is do no harm and as it be to the greatest and the highest good so my my perception is is that if we are living within a state of do no harm then through what people have coined as the law of attraction or that I like to say the law of resonance we resonate with that vibration of no harm so there's nothing to protect against because nothing can harm us mm-hmm. and and I'd like to very briefly use a story of Buddha I I love this story of Buddha running from the serial killer, or really he wasn't running from the serial killer, but being chased by the serial killer, let's say that. So there was a a story of Buddha being called by uh, by a province in China saying, you know, we have a serial killer and he's, you know, we need you to stop him because you're the only one that we think can stop him. And so the serial killer heard that Buddha was coming and he was kind of losing it. He he definitely had the profile of a serial killer. He he killed, he, he was he was uh, no father, lived with his mother, killed his mother when he went haywire, when he heard Buddha was coming. And he was like, I'm going to kill the Buddha. I'm going to kill the Buddha. The Buddha is not going to be able to get me or change me or anything. So he plans it. Well, the Buddha shows up and he goes after the Buddha and they, he runs through the forest. And the Buddha always maintains the same distance from him. And the Buddha is just walking through the woods. He's not running from him. He's very calm. He's very peaceful. And this this very angry you know, harmful human being is chasing after him. And finally he gets very tired and he goes, how, why can't I ever catch up to you? How you're just walking from me and I'm running and he's, I'm putting all my effort in. How can I not catch up to you? And the Buddha was because it was because he didn't take anything personal because there was so much space, so much presence within him that nothing could touch him. And Eckhart Tolle talks about this too. He talks about becoming transparent to whatever is bothering us. And Krishnamurti, uh, another great spiritual teacher, someone asked him once, um, why don't why do you act the way you do? What's what's the gift to it? Or what, what's enlightenment essentially? And he goes, nothing really bothers me. So mm-hmm. I feel like we protect our energy by not allowing anything to bother us, not allowing those fears to bother us. Now, this doesn't mean we don't, we ignore them or we ignore uh, the viruses and bacteria and the things in our life. We, we don't want to act stupid. We want to wash our hands. We want to take care. We want to say, we can even sage. We can do the rituals. I'm Capricorn. I love rituals. So yeah. I'm like, yes, do all <laughs> the rituals, people. Right? Because, because what ritual does is it restores our faith in ourself in what we're doing it provides us the ability to um um it really provides us that ability to overcome whatever the perceived obstacle is so for me my practice really is 
I, I, I remind myself nothing is personal. Uh, I say not mine a lot. I drop whatever when I start feeling away. I'm, I'm surrounded with some people right now that are struggling with certain things, you know, mm-hmm. fear, their own fears or so forth. And I, ha- I realize I have to stop myself and go not mine. Even the other night, I was suddenly craving chocolate chip cookies, which is, I like chocolate chip cookies, but I thought it was odd. And then the next day, um, a friend I'm staying with said, um, well, we were talking about it last night after you left dinner because we normally eat dinner next door at our neighbor's house. And, and, and my friend said to me, she said, well, Ruth and I were, were, were wanting chocolate chip cookies. And I thought it, I was like, oh, well, damn, I was, <laughs> I'm picking up on your chocolate chip right? cookie craving. And so immediately I was like, okay, that was not mine. Um, so it's, 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 be, it's about becoming very aware of what impacts us on what level. And so, you know, we can sage all day. We, we can, it's like that meme that says, you know, that, that, uh, that nasty energy that you're saging away might be you, you know, mm. it's, yeah, it, it's, it really true. is. It really is that every time we're not saging away other people's stuff necessarily. Sometimes we're saging where other people's stuff stick to us, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, yeah. we're, 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 we're cleaning off the lens We're we're, we're wiping down that that stuff that got stuck that is also ours so it's almost like when we get triggered it's an opportunity or when we when we do feel like we need to protect our energy it's an opportunity for us to go through the ritual of that so that we can stop taking things personal so that we can stop taking on the people's stuff so that we can identify what's ours what's not and even if it is ours go i even go well okay well i'm reacting this way i don't want it to be mine anymore because i learned that as a kid so i'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. so it's it's a little more complex than just getting out my giant chunk of tourmaline or obsidian and, and getting out the sage or the Palo Santo, which are wonderful things to do. They're tools. They're, and sometimes even tools can be the toys of the practice. It's enjoyable to do all of those things. And, 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 and I'm all for it. So I say people do it. And also pause and go what am i being affected by what am i afraid of what old pattern is showing up so that we can dissolve it so we can really live in a state of doing no harm as it be to the greatest and the highest good and this isn't the good that has an opposite this is the good that has no opposite Mm -hmm. this great spirit the 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 totality of our divinity so yeah i think that was such a great way that you just said that because you totally flipped around what I was like thinking because I know that my heart like everything you said resonates completely to me and I think it's going to resonate for somebody else too to be able to kind of be like flip the switch for them and be like wow I really need to it's all begins with you like it's always inside of you um and that's it's never it's never on you it's always in you I think what what yeah what's said nipsey hustle I guess said (laughs) but I just love that you um you just mentioned that that was so cool well and and I love that you bring in nipsey hustle and 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 you know things like that because you know people like that what was so great about nipsey is he could ground these concepts in the reality of it you know and and that's what hopefully I'm here to do and you're here to do and what we're doing now is that you know a lot of a lot of young people are really tired of um of of 
of, of, of having, we, we can't just love our light way through these things. We can't live in the ethers. We, 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 we've got to, we live in a physical form. Yeah. And so how do we bridge the gap between, you know, the, what, what some spiritual teachers might call father sky and mother earth or stuff. Like how do we bridge, how do we bring awareness and space into our every day, you know, and I'm Capricorn. So I'm like, as we've, as we've established, I don't know why I had to say that again, but you know, <laughs> because of that, you know, I find, I've, I find the magic in the mundane, Yeah, you know, it, it's really about grounding. That's where the turtle shows up too. It's like one foot in front of the other, because a lot of us grew up in, in a, in a way where we were had immediate satisfaction, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, if you were born around, in, you know, even in the 1940s, um, depending on your, 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 even if you were poor in this nation, um, a lot of, a lot of poor people at some point in time still have access to things that other people don't have in third world countries, you know? Yeah. Um, and so even the poor are rich compared to other places. So it, it's, it's, and that's not putting down poverty or anything like mm -hmm. that. Cause there's a lot of people that don't have those things. So I'm very, uh, I'm very my, uh, aware of that. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know, um, so I, I don't want to minimize anybody's suffering or their, you know, their, um, their difficulty in life and say, oh, well, you don't have it as hard because it's all relative. But at the same point in time, immediate gratification is still a collective energy that we hold within the West. And so on a spiritual journey, many of us just go, well, can't I just go and buy enlightenment in the freezer section and put it in the microwave <laughs> and then and then you, you know, right, and then, if only. Be, Here's your memes then, coming out again. Yeah, right, and then be, oh, and then suddenly get it. It's like no, we didn't end up here overnight. We came, we practiced our conditioning. We practiced what we learned as children. And now we're practicing something different, mm -hmm. you know, and we're practicing being aware. We're practicing the consciousness. We're practicing, essentially, we're, we're even practicing the love and light as many people, some people hate that, but we're practicing it by being aware of the shadow, by being aware of what, you know, of what, what we're unaware of, bringing the unconsciousness into the consciousness so and this uh, you know our brains do not our brains are lazy the minute that we get everything we think we need our brain goes oh we're good mm -hmm. and then we fall back into old patterns mm -hmm. immediately yeah. you know so we have to again keep that watch fire burning we have to keep uh, stay aware of of how the brain goes oh we good when you go no bitch you got an old pattern <laughs> sitting in your subconscious there and you just waiting to trip me up on that and she's and dusty like, <laughs> yeah exactly we like uh oh we ain't doing that no more. we're doing this different now and so it's really about recognizing what you don't want to do anymore and then doing it different every single time and that's how we rewire our brain michael jordan didn't become michael jordan overnight mm -hmm. you know i mean pro athletes aren't pro athletes you know without a crap ton of practice musicians yeah. aren't you don't become great musicians without a ton of practice so the spiritual journey we're just all becoming great musicians essentially mm -hmm. yeah you know? artists as a whole <laughs> same you know again the artist is not some artists have innate ability but there's there's something that has been found that innate talent 
does nothing to to drive success if you want to call it that it's not success isn't one of my favorite words because then it polarizes it with failure Mm -hmm. and i don't i believe there's no such thing as really either there's just us living our best life at any given moment sometimes it looks uncomfortable and feels uncomfortable and sometimes it doesn't sometimes we sometimes we get what we want sometimes we don't so but 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 that's another that's another talk sticking sticking (laughs) to what we were talking about before with the with the practice is that you know, it really is showing up and just putting our best foot forward each moment. And, and it's grit and tenacity is what research has shown uh, leads us into our, our best selves, into our full expression. As I like to say, instead of saying makes us successful, I like to say leads us into a full expression. So Michael Jordan didn't have to practice. He didn't have to go through all those things. You know, great musicians don't have to do it, but they chose to show up and come to practice. And that's really where I feel like the humans, humanity is on this spiritual journey. It's like we have to show up to practice now, you know, every day we don't get, because we're training for the Olympics, essentially, you know, we are, we're, we're in it now we're in the spiritual Olympics. And so it's really about, and, and, and that's not to say it's a competition because it's not, but it, it's about really putting our best foot forward and, and everyone giving their best uh, through their grit, through their tenacity. So talent is only one part of the puzzle. Tenacity is the other piece. So we really want to be tenacious and, and not give up right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything you say, you just, you know how to speak so correctly and, you know, from the heart. Um, and I love that too. I just, I just could Thank listen you. to you for days. <laughs> Thank perfect. you. Thank you. Um, I think, um, let's see. I guess where would you kind of want to go into? I kind of, we were talking about animal symbolism earlier. Um, or maybe more of like what a psychic is or you know, for people who still kind of don't get it or what, what do you, what do you Yeah. So, so let's, we can, we can hit both of those in their own way. So, you know, one thing that I'm really, I've always been in tune to is the signs. I, I, I always, one thing at a very young age, I it became very interested in poetry and I feel like the universe operates on poetry mm-hmm. as I, as I like to, to say sometimes. So as I'm like, bitch, you better give me the cliff notes because <laughs> I can't always tell what the hell you're trying to tell me yeah so you know it's like so um and i find the more we tune into it it shows up and what i found is is that nature really is one of the best ways for us to get our signs and our symbols um because it's always available it's always there and many of us take it for granted we go oh like for instance recently i I kept seeing the squirrel even before this pandemic and it's interesting because before any of this happened i had gone to the store to get three weeks of food so because i'm up here in the mountains at the mountain house i had no intention i go out and i hike but i i had no intention to go to the store i wasn't looking to be social so i was like (laughs) you know what i'm just gonna go because I wanted to finish the website. I'm working on my second book. So I'm like, you know what? I just, you know, I like having all my food available. I've done this in the past. So something said to do that. But I kept seeing two, two animals were showing up a lot. It was a squirrel. I would see a squirrel hopping across the deck with an acorn or whatever it, the hell it had in its mouth. And then I kept hearing there was one frog in the evening that would start to do its little song. Mm-hmm. 
at the very beginning of spring. And so I was like, okay, like, well, people are like, oh, the squirrels live in the backyard all the time. Who cares about the squirrel? But I'm like, but if you're seeing it readily, if it's coming up to your window, if it's, if it's you know, um, if all of a sudden I had something happen in the fall where these cats would just find me on my walk, you know, mm-hmm. and on my walks or like things like that. I was like, oh, I'm going to tune into the cat energy and I tuned into the squirrel energy and it said prepare. And I said, OK, universe, what the hell am I preparing for here? Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, I'm like, what do you well? And then the first time it happened, my computer died. And what they wanted me to prepare for was make sure you back up all your stuff. And did I do it? No, because I didn't know that's what they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was like, okay, because the squirrel is preparation. And the frog is actually a fertility, uh, can be fertility like the rabbit or abundance. So I was like, so I, I found out now, of course, people will go, well, Christian, you're in a mountain house, like literally on the side of a mountain. Like, of course, the animals are going to show up. But it's also about what specific ones. But I found they show up in the city, too. I had a friend who mm-hmm. kept so seeing owls everywhere in, in New York. And one day in New York, she was walking down the street and an owl had perched in the middle of New York City on some pole, some bent pole or whatever, and took the picture and was like, look at this. And I was like, holy crap, in the middle of New York mm-hmm. the City, there is this owl. So, you know, they're, they're gonna, the communication is always there. And so let's fold this into what the psychic nature is. Really, I define being psychic is just being intuitive. And, and I, again, I'd like to flip the script for anyone out there listening that, you know, for me, the intuition does not come from my third eye. Mm-hmm. Um, if my third eye is dusty, do I do something about it? <laughs> yeah, but I find my heart is more dusty than my third eye. Yeah. So I do, you know, research is showing that uh, the heart has neuron forty over the forty thousand neuron cells, which I call communication cells. They used to call them brain cells, but now they're finding them in other organs and other parts of the body. The heart being one of them. So to me, the heart is—it's always going. It's always going. It keeps going no matter what it's it's the tenacity part of our of our experience here we can't survive without the heart the heart stops we can't stop now the brain certain parts of the brain can stop working and we can survive just fine as long as the heart's beating um we might not be able to wipe our asses but we can live Mm -hmm. um so it's like you know so it's important so I, in my practice, I've really moved more into the heart because to me, I say the, the mind is full of fake news, the brain is full of fake news, and the heart is full of truth because the brain only knows what it knows. It's looking towards what I call a cognitive map, which is to say that, you know, living here in Georgia, it's like the brain goes, oh, there's only Georgia. Well, when you awaken, you start to realize that there's other states and then you slowly start to realize there's a whole world out there. So you become ever more aware of that the map is bigger than what you know. And so what the heart, though, does is the heart is directly connected to, if you want to call it spirit, to the universe, to the oneness, to the wholeness of all things. And so I call it the void. So the mind is the junk drawer potentially full of fake news and stories and conditioning. The heart, though, is always clear. So I always say the heart is never broken. The brain is broken. The the expectations get broken. What we wanted to have happen doesn't happen and we get sad. Well, the heart doesn't give a shit. The heart just keeps on going because that's what hearts do. You know, Mm -hmm. trauma does not live in the heart. Trauma lives in the brain. Now, can it 
affect us physically in the heart? Can it affect it at some point? Absolutely. You know, um, because the heart wants to do good. It speeds up when we need to, when we have fight or flight, you know, and it, it, it slows down when we don't. It, it wants to be of service. And so, and so, I find that I don't rely as much on my third eye. I, I like to go into what I call the dark space. You know, I, I drop down into the heart center by simply placing my hands there. And this is where I perceive my intuition coming from. I want the intuition is always true. Now, does it then connect to, to what I might call the third eye and, and, and that brain and, and, and create a coherence, especially when I'm giving readings? Yes. Um, and I think that, or what my perception is, is that the heart is where we really want to go to see things. And that's really where our quote unquote psychic or intuitive nature resides, which is why we all have it. Why some of us don't have it more than others is because I have found we're covered up with mind junk. We're covered up with stories. And I find that the more we connect to our heart center, something remarkable happens. We become more intuitive. Mm -hmm. We become more aware. We just know things because we're connected to the, the, to the, to the unity, uh, to the universality of everything. We're no longer looking at just the pictures. We're no longer looking at the labels. We're not going, oh, that's the rose. We're dropping into the heart and we're feeling the rose, which is to say, too, we're dropping into our body and, and we're not turning it into, uh, oh, that's a flower. It's supposed to smell this way. It's, this is the label. This is the color of it. Oh, it's missing some petals. Oh, there's thorns. I can't pluck it. We're, we're not telling all those stories. We're just going, God, that just feels good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so it, 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 in our feeling nature, and I, I don't say our emotions, I say our feeling nature, because to me, the feeling nature is different than the emotions. Now, can it use the emotions? Yes. The emotions reside in our body. But to me, the feeling nature is something a little more etheric. Um, it, it's something bigger. So, um, it, it's a tricky word, but it, it I, I haven't figured out another word in the vocabulary to say, because people, Oh, this, I feel this way. What they're really saying is my emotions are doing this right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my emotions are haywire and it's making me feel this way. So we all feel that sometimes, right? <laughs> so so the, the, the word has a dichotomy, but where are these emotions coming from? They're coming from thoughts. Mm -hmm you know, creating an emotional reaction in our body that becomes very visceral. So the thought form creates, uh, creates, sends the information to our body. And for most people, we, we operate out of a fear response because that's what's conditioned throughout humanity. It's what we learn our, our amygdala, our hypothalamus, that part of our brain is fully formed when we're children and the parts of compassion, awareness, seeing the bigger picture, um, connecting to our intuition in the brain, the higher, the higher centers of the frontal lobes aren't fully developed until later on in our life, you know? So, so that, that fear response is very much so there. So it's really, we want to humans today if we if we want to go more into recognizing the signs and the symbols having more faith and awareness within those things it's stepping outside of the mind and instead of the mind going oh that's just a hawk we ask the question we, we go into the heart center we go into the void and we go okay is this communicating with us does this have a message um i couldn't ignore that i was walking by a property yesterday with the hawk screeching mm. and I did for a minute I was like what is that noise it, at first it was like it was like irritating me and then I paused and I was like oh that's a 
bird. And then it was weird. I, had, I was in my mind in those moments. And then I had to step out of my mind and I had to go, oh, is that bird talking to me? And I thought it's very interesting because one of my readings, there's a hawk removing a snake. And when I looked at my animal book last night, it talked about the hawk being able to use its talons to remove the poison from its nest. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I'm removing toxins, which to me are those negative thoughts or those thoughts that, that don't work for me so that I don't go into those thoughts anymore. So yeah. I don't let them influence me. So it's interesting. We just, it's the tuning in aspect is really the important. And to me, we tune in because through, through our heart. And then, that, and then it signals to the brain, which has got a lot of noise. We get that clear signal in there, and it signals to the brain and creates that heart-brain coherence. And for anyone listening out there, the way we activate the heart center is simply putting our hands on it and dropping into our body. Mm-hmm. And meditation does this for us, you know? Yeah, I literally so, yeah. just put my hand on my heart before you said that, too. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, of course it's you like did. It's cozy. Of course it is. It's very cozy. And I love that you use that term because a lot of people right now are seeking out comfort. They want that. And a lot of people too, like are talk about that comfort zone. And I, again, I'm fine with comfort. Really. I like to term it as the complacent zone. It's the, it's a zone of unawareness. It's, it's that, it's that brain zone. It's the mind zone. Mm -hmm. And when we step outside of what we don't know, which people, it's a perceived comfort, but it, is it real comfort? You know, because you can certainly be comfortable in the discomfort if you choose, and you can certainly be uncomfortable in, in the not comfort zone, as Mm -hmm. people say. So that's why I don't like using that term. Um, so like you it's can more, think yourself in the comfort, but are you really in comfort, like actuality of it? Maybe? Exactly, because you're justifying potentially where you're at and going, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And you're really not. So um, it's funny. I never noticed this until now. There's a grill sitting in front of me. Um, and it literally has the word spirit on it. It just says spirit on top of one of the handles. So that's interesting. So it's about really stepping outside of what we know into what we don't know. So we can still be cozy. We can still, we can still like the journeyman or the fool and the tarot. We can still take everything that we feel like we need to go on our journey, you know, to stay comfortable. We want, we, we require food and water and air, you know, in order to live within these physical beings within this, you know, within the meat suit, so to speak. So, you know, it's okay to have all the quote unquote comforts, but I like that you say cozy because cozy is a word that people have used to describe actually my voice before which yeah. I think is interesting <laughs> and also so I think it's hilarious you say that and my space um, I don't have a space right now everything I own is in storage except for what I need um, but you know because um, that's what I did last year I put everything in storage and I've been a nomad for a year mm-hmm. but um but you know, I, I'm looking for that cozy. I want, I want, I want another space again. You know, I'm, I'm gearing yeah. up for that, and I want the cozy again because I, I think if we can be cozy, even in the middle of a, 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 a of a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Hunker down during the tornado. <laughs> Let it run over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Let it this because this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. It's like the. It's like the ultimate knowing of like faith within whatever may be, 
or the higher powers or whatever you know yeah but the faith of like it's gonna be okay because people have been through so many things before that like present feeling and like that heart center that you're talking about all of that it connects so the beauty of just you know you kind of went on your own little journey and nomadic and then now you're kind of wanting to change the energy and the frequency of your life so you're doing that and it's also like the airy spark it's like the process of it beginning for you too in just a different way maybe a little unsettling I don't know but um it's really cool to like hear you kind of like go through (laughs) that you know well I, I think one of my gifts to the world as I continue to do this is is that it's okay to be messy it's okay to um be in process you know when i was very young one of my mentors in my art um at the time i was practicing photography um and it was my favorite medium it was magic to being in the dark room there was no digital at the time it was very much so at the dawn of, of the digital world and um and so i was um i i, I had an I had two very famous photographer friends at the time who said to me, um, do not never show people unfinished work. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I took that to heart at the time. I, I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And what I've noticed in, and I'm an ex millennial, so I was, I'm on the cusp. Um, so what I found with the millennial generation and through Instagram, they're, they're really what I call the show me generation. Um, same with me. Like we want to know the process. How did you get there? What did you do? We don't want to know that Buddha just was fucking enlightened. We want to know that Buddha was depressed, that Mm -hmm. he went, he went out and was an ascetic. He didn't, he starved himself. He, he went, he did all the spiritual things he thought he was supposed to do to be spiritual. Mm -hmm. He went to all the tools, you know, he, he did all those things. And then, and then enlightenment came to him when he gave all of that up, when he just was like, okay, this is what enlightenment is, which is essentially facing your demons. He faced the demon Mara. You, you, you face yourself. He, so he had to go inward. He closed his eyes and went inward and faced himself. And Christ did the same thing out in the desert. I believe when Christ faced what they call the devil, you know, mm-hmm. he was, he went through the same process. And a lot of these things have, have been ignored by the spiritual teachers who have venerated Buddha, who have venerated Christ, who, who venerate these things. And they, they certainly, um, this veneration and this, this um, reverence is, is a wonderful thing. But we don't want to forget that everyone struggled. Everyone had their own suffering. Everyone bore their cross, so to speak, um, getting to where they are. And to ignore that part of the process is, is, is something that we forgot. So in making art, there is a way that you get to the finished result. And so today, it's very important that we are conscious of the process and that anyone out there who is doing the work speaks to the process of their own story of their own things because i even see spirituals out there spiritual well who call themselves spiritual teachers who frustrate me who are out there just throwing out wisdom sound bites all that stuff Mm -hmm. but it all feels very superficial and fake and and lacking in um 
in in reality because i'm like well that i i hear this one guy who's always like throwing out eckhart tolle stuff like it's his own and i've basically memorized his work so i'm like i know where that what page that's on in the power of now and i'm like and you're not giving that man credit so you're not speaking well and you're not so that he's not speaking to his own process hey i learned this from this other master this other being who went through their own suffering because eckhart tolle was depressed and went through his own suffering and his 20s you know and, and we'll speak to that and he's learned through his own talks that people want to know about his process mm-hmm. um a little bit more and he had like like i had learned like many other artists and and creatives have learned because we're all artists and creatives um is that they um is that he didn't talk to that process. He talked about the wisdom that had, that found him and came through him. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding that a huge portion of the wisdom is in how I got to the wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yep. The beauty of the beginning and the process and the journey. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that I, I am a messy bitch <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> We're all messy bitches. Dirty We're... messy bitches. We all are. And let me tell you, that's why I say color outside the lines with the abandon of a preschooler, mm, because yep. we that's how we learn. We, now, it's important to know how the system works before we can change it. But sometimes, you know, but then we can change it. So we don't always. So we, we learn the wisdom. We learn how these other teachers did it. I always had a, um, an art teacher that said, learn from the masters and then change it. So that mm-hmm. it's important to have that spiritual foundation. It's, inspo- it's important to learn from all these other people. And, and one way that we're doing that now is we're getting to see how people do it. And I've seen on Instagram, all the artists out there who show how they drew that picture, how they got to where. And I found myself looking for that with artists. If you're just showing me your art without telling me how you did it, I, 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 I'm not as interested, oddly enough. And if I go to your account and you don't have se- – now, if you have a thousand selfies on it, I don't know. But if you have – I, I want to see the person behind the thing as well. You know, I mm-hmm. want to know who you are as an individual. I, I immediately go, who is this person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it, – it's, it's true. It's very, very true all of that. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't think it's going to cut off around like an hour. But if it does – I'm going to call you back again because I still have some more questions to ask you. Just... I see that. So let's continue. What What else do you have? Well, um, let's see. I I like asking this question, um, kind of like a manifesting question. So out of any goals or dreams that you do have, um, what are some that you'd want to like speaking to existence today? And you'd be able to look back and be like, I'm doing that or I've already done it. Um, finish my books and publish them. Okay. So, um, I have a memoir that, that I, again, I, again, which speaks to what we just talked about the process. I, I finished a science fiction book that took me eight years to finish. That was about dogs that become aware through nanotechnology. And again, it's a metaphor for awareness. The dogs wake up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I rewrote it multiple times and it really was an education. It taught me to write. And I, fi- I finished it in November. It went again. Well, I say I finished it. I finished it, finished it, finished it. I thought I had finished it many other iterations before that. And every time there was always something nagging that was like, Christian, do this to it, do this to it, rewrite this section, so forth and so on. So I kept doing it for years. And 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 I, I really learned a lot from that process. And so I took it to a friend of mine that's a, a member of my writer's group. And she um, and she 
sat down on the cat and, and before actually before going there i was listening to eckhart tolle and how the power <laughs> of now came into being funny and and it was and so i asked i, I yeah it was about a, a 20 30 minute drive and i i was listening to him talk about it on the way there and so i said i said to the universe i said okay what what project do i need to work on next because the memoir had shown up i had written some short stories that of things i had experienced and shared them with the group and then i have a, i have a spiritual book that that is more like a power of now or four agreements or something like that type of book, you know, more about a lot of these spiritual tenets and philosophies that I've, that I, that I want to reframe for people uh, in this world. And so those two books were kind of on the roster. And if there was something else I needed to work on, then I was willing to do that as well. So I asked the question, this is November, the week before Thanksgiving. And I said, universe, what, what work do I, what, what do I do now? Show me the way. And I say, that's one of my prayers. I say, show me the way and make it obvious. Mm-hmm. And, and I sat down on the couch with her and she, literally the words out of her mouth were she's like, Christian, you have to write your memoir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just, she had, she had no idea um, that, that I was, that, that, that I had just asked the question on the drive there. And so I was like, all right, well, the universe, you're making, and I got chills. Every hair on my body stood up and I said, <laughs> okay, spirit is speaking through her right now. Spirit mm-hmm. is the channel. So I said, all right, I'm, I'll do that. And I was nervous to do that because it exposes a lot of, it makes me very vulnerable. I feel like I've made a lot of stupid choices in my life. Mm. You know? I've <laughs> fallen asleep a lot. It has caused a lot of drama. I, I my patterns have created a lot of drama. And 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 there's but there's a there's a reason why. So I started in December. I got a fourth of the way through and then I got sick with teeth stuff. And then I wrote yeah. my query letter though. And are and, you doing okay though besides that? Because I remember seeing that. I, I, I am. There's there's still some residual stuff going on i have an implant that was never finished uh, mm-hmm. apparently the dentist my new dentist because i've been to four dentists before and i found a new one that I, again i was led to through spirit and he was amazing and he said we have a lot to fix in your mouth because your other dentist sucked and so i still have i'm not i, I feel like i'm out of the woods as far as the infections and stuff go but there's still some work to be done so that's a part of it and i'm sure it'll find its way into to the memoir um, because it, it, it starts about a decade ago. So I go about through a decade and I don't know how it will, where the, where that part of the, my story will finish on that project. And so really going back to your original question is, is I, I want to also keep up with Instagram and keep up with being available and accessible to people. And I, to your point, I also feel like I have information for people and, and I still resist stepping into whatever my role is here for, for some reason. I, it's, it's conditioning, it's old stuff. So I'm still I'm still working on redirecting my focus away from that. Yeah. And so so to your point, maybe a bigger picture thing that I'd like to speak into existence is just gracefully step into whatever role I'm here to play on the planet at this time. Yeah. Okay. And if that's writer and then I'm that. If it's talking to, to you today, then it's that. If it's taking really good care of myself at any given moment so that I can do these other things because I'm no good when I'm not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my cup isn't full, so to speak. So, you know, uh, things like that. So, yeah. I think just talking today, it's going to make people realize stuff because even what you're speaking, you're speaking maybe through me or vice versa. And other <laughs> people are just, it's, it's going to be a vibe. 
Um, but where are some places that when your books are fully completely done, um, are they going to be up on your website and everything? Is everything going to be there? Or? You know, it's, it's a question right now. So I, I, I've been looking at traditional publishing right now. So I, I'm going to query the memoir and then, um, I'm going to, I'm going to see what unfolds because I, I feel very much so I'm, I'm supposed to be in touch with an agent. I don't know who this person is yet, mm-hmm. but there's someone that will present um, that will help me expand my reach, so to speak. So in that way. So I feel like traditional publishing is for that book is it. Um, and afterwards, I don't know. I don't know what do, and the human on purpose feels traditionally published. The science fiction might just go on a shelf or it might find its way into the world uh, through self-publishing. I don't know yet. Um, I'm, I'm, I say um a lot, by the way, so excuse it's me, okay. everyone out there. I'm still, <laughs> okay. I'm still figuring out how to stop doing that. <laughs> it's okay. My, my, my perception is though, is that I, I, again, I say open the way and make it obvious. So wherever I need to, whatever the next step is. So, so the website's done and, and I'll, 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 I'll send that out and tell people about that. And there are a couple more things that I, I've done an Instagram filter, uh, that I, that I, I'm going to launch to just what's your spirit animal. Oh, I'm excited um, about just that. Little, yeah. Just little things like that, that'll come out in the next couple of weeks too. Um, that I've been working on over the last two months and then I'll get back to finishing the memoir and I'll send it out to agents and we'll see what happens. But, but there's, the world something inside me says use your voice I, yeah something last night said your voice is now more important than ever mm-hmm. and and i believe this is not just untrue for me for a lot of us and so um so that's what i'm doing mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know what vehicles the words and the messages will come through um uh, as, as far as the stories where it will be digital media um published in a book all the above um how it will all present but it i uh, but it, it's 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 coming okay <laughs> whatever it is we'll make sure that it's blasted because i would love to read those books those would be so great good good um and not only that it's okay to not know where it's coming from it's gonna come to you um but just like your instagram posts that you actually create yourself those always come to me and I just I cannot there's there's that one because we I, we did a call recently I had some questions and we talked about that prince meme that you had and then I just <laughs> saw you posted another one it was like something about quarantine make it sexy and spiritual yeah. or something I was like oh my yeah. god I love you you're so funny I said quarantine but make it creative and sexy yes and then prince is just laid out on the bed <laughs> just with 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 watercolor paints and yes. paper I just it's just the best thing I just ever. love it and you create you create all those memes yourself right you do all the wording and everything like that yeah for the most part and when I don't I I obviously give credit because sometimes I I, it gets a little much sometimes and I've learned to be flexible and say okay I've seen other memes of other accounts that I love let's post those people Mm -hmm. some of them are smaller too and and so I'm like let's you know there's a lot of things out there I love so I've decided to start sharing you know over the last year started to you know I I I like being original content but there's a lot of original content out there that that isn't mine mm-hmm. so I don't have to say oh well it has to be my original content yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah oh my god that's that um 
isn't one of your placements like Sagittarius too or something? Because I feel like it that's is, where a lot of the humor uh, comes from or something. I don't know. Well, that's funny. Yeah, all my Sag lives in the sixth house. Okay. So my Neptune and Sag lives there. My my Moon and Sag lives there. My Mercury and Sag lives there, which is the sense of humor, you know, along there with my Moon. So yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of Sag going on in me. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I think my um. My main is Aries, my rising, and then I have a Libra moon or something, and or I have a Sagittarius moon and a Libra ascendant or something like that. I think I can't remember what it is. Okay, yeah. So the Libra balances out that Aries, mm-hmm. and so you have that Sag. Well, so yeah, so you have different ends of the spectrum of fire. So you have Sag is like the embers. It, it's it's the wisdom you carry, the wisdom and the truth, mm-hmm. and the Aries is like I want to, I want to. I want to stoke the fire yeah. so I can keep it so I can keep this going. So your Aries would be less about the spark and more about stoking the fire mm-hmm. to keep it going. So I kept saying, I, well, because we're in this, I kept saying, keep the watch fires burning. Yeah. I was using that term on purpose because that's part of your, what you do. Yeah. 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 Just mystical so. gypsies and stuff like that. I was thinking about like past life stuff. And I don't oh, know. you did ask me that. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was thinking, like, my past life, I've had people tell me um, many things, but I met this guy one night. I was at a club, and I just felt like the need to talk to him for some reason. We talked, and long story short, the conversation got into him. He's like, something in a past life with, like, a white wolf or something like that. And wow. I felt it in my heart when he said he, like, just thinking that I was, like, you know, wearing a cloak. You know what I'm saying? And I was yeah. going around and delivering information and getting information for people because it was like it was like the good of good of the situations to protect other people or something like that. I was like, yo, that's so crazy. And another thing I had, I grew up in Montana. So when I was younger, my dad had a white Samoyed wolf and he just big thing. He was like 172 pounds. And I was like my spirit guide because every time I have a dream, a lot of times that dog shows up in it. And he's always talking. Um, but it's funny, like, you know, we talked about sometimes spirit and God and stuff like that sends information through people and situations. So oh, yeah. It was funny. But what I wanted to know, what do you know or what do you think that you were in a past life? Oh, God. Okay. So it's funny. So I've had a, interestingly enough, I've had a lot of past lives where I was prostitutes. Oh, my God. I'm so bad. <laughs> I was a total hoe, like literally, um, whole life for real. It's, it's true. And it's come through. Um, the first one that I could remember there, there was this, um, movie that came out called Veronica Franco Uh or, or called dangerous beauty. And it was about this, um, courtesan in Italy and Venice, in Venice, um, around the Renaissance time, it was in the 1500, late 1500s. Um, and, um, and she was a writer and, um, it, the courtesans were the only ones who were allowed access to the libraries, um, and were the only ones that were allowed to be educated, um, uh, the only females. Uh-huh. And so not the wives, not anything. Um, the wives weren't even allowed to read any of that stuff, but the courtesans could. And I, I felt that I was very connected to her. And interestingly enough, my parents and in uh, my early 20s were divorced my dad remarried and the woman that 
he remarried had no idea about this and she said i don't know why but you're veronica i'm gonna call you veronica (laughs) and i got my confirmation there so i thought that was was like well that's very interesting and then i've had other um i was a geisha which was interesting because i've touched on all my past lives Uh, i was sakura was my name they call me the cherry blossom wow and i was um and I, you know, and, and when I was young, uh, around the age of 10 or no, 11, I started taking Japanese and I took Japanese for four years. Mm-hmm. So I connected to the, my life there. And then, um, and I always jokingly say I have an inner Japanese woman who lives inside of me. Yeah, of um, and all. <laughs> yeah I, I, oh, exactly. I'm obsessed with uh, all those things. And, and very much so I love the concept of wabi-sabi or like weather, things weathering and, 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 and kintsugi and things like that. So a lot of these Japanese things have found me over the years. Um, and, um, and so I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then... Um, I was Parisian. I was a, a French. Um, actually, I was I was the madam of a house that I remembered, um, and so those those came through very quickly um, or very clearly. Uh, I was a, I was a slave in one life, um, and I was a young Jewish girl um, during World War Two, oh, wow. and, and died. And I was Polish. And all of these have been confirmed. Uh, the slave and the, and the young Polish girl came through in a healing session. And I didn't even tell the man. And he asked me. He was a massage therapist. And I noticed he was doing Reiki on me. Mm-hmm. And then they um, all of a sudden, both lives came through very strongly. Um, and he, he mentioned them to me. And I was blown away. I think I started to cry yeah. because I was very, I wasn't, I, very few people know these things about me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and, um, and so I, um, I, I don't tell people unless they ask. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I would love to get like a really in-depth past life reading. I think I'm craving it because when you can like learn about it and, feel like you can connect when someone's like yeah this is kind of what you're going through what your past life was even what you think it is so healing but it's also so cool to know it's like ancestry.com but spiritual (laughs) yeah well you know it's my jupiter in the second house is conjunct my lilith and actually in a healing session with an astrologer sakura came through and so I have lived my life thinking I need a man to take care of me mm-hmm. and and to pay my way off and on. And it was very much so conditioned into me. And so dealing with those past lives, I've also I committed suicide in a lot of lives oh, wow. um, or died very early and, 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 and a little bit on purpose. I felt very trapped and I've struggled with that in this life as well. I felt at moments where I felt trapped, I just wanted take myself out Mm -hmm. and um it's 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 a pattern or that happened a lot more it's intervals in my life so it's happened in my teen years it happened it happened some in my 30s and it's not something that sticks around for very long but it's been there and and i realized in the past life i didn't have a lot of choices Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I, i i felt very stuck and the only way out was to um, was to die. And I think on some level, I realized I wouldn't die. I realized that I would just go on to the next thing, um, because that's what we do. 
so it was, it's very interesting. Um, again, I, I don't, I don't always talk about these things. So I don't know if we need to know our past lives, but sometimes yeah. it can be, like I said, very healing. And for me that I, I, one of the, I've done a lot of archetypal work, uh, through Carolyn Miss's teachings. Um, and one of my archetypes is the prostitute very much so. Yeah. And I define that and, and that makes it sound negative and it's not negative, but what I realized the prostitute energy was, if I was very conditional, if I do this for you, you have to do this for me. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know, like I require payment. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've operated in life very much so through condition mm -hmm. and I've been learning to drop the conditions. Yeah. 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 That's so important. I mean, like, what is ho anyways ho is just natural anyways you can't no judge well yeah there. <laughs> no and i was even putting conditions on things like that and as my friend danny says we're, our souls are sluts for experience mm -hmm. so <laughs> we 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 come back and we reincarnate and we seek out we want to make art we're really sluts for experience and so yeah. i don't that's why I don't judge sex, sexuality, sex workers, things like that, because everyone has their own experience. Everyone has their own place. And the, the whole prostitution thing is, um, um, is okay. It's a part of my experience here on the planet, and I had to learn it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's interesting, though. The last part of it was I was the madam. I don't remember after that being, you know, so it was interesting. It was like I had moved up through the ranks or something. Right. <laughs> you know? Next like, level, that, day. that is yeah. so funny. <laughs> I mean, I, at least I'm I'm making a dent, and even <laughs> I, I, even as a geisha, like I had everything I could possibly want. Everything was I had beautiful silks. I had I had beautiful clothing. I was considered beautiful, and this prized like possession. But that's just it. I was a possession, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be anyone's possession. Um, and I felt like I had, and I, I found that in this life, I have, I've dated men who, who treat me as a trophy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and who want me to be what they want me to be, not who I really am. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's like a whole nother thing when it gets in terms of like the relationships and stuff like that. I think my life. Has oh, that's, a, that's, a, oh. that's another podcast. God, I know. <laughs> Sickening and tiring. <laughs> God. That, that, that's one of my readings. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yes. Um, yeah, is to talk about relationships. So we're, so we'll, we can do that again down the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so when we, um, when we had our, our reading a little bit ago, I remember you mentioned something about my grandma coming in, right? And saying like, you don't need a man, honey, or something like that. Like how she would say it. I yeah. told my mom and my mom was like no shit that is so funny and so what she would say and it's true you already know the answer anyways right but I just thought I'd tell you because obviously it's it's just so funny to me I need to go back and look at our reading I need to go back and look at our notes because I forget things I, know, I write right? them down and then I forget I try and take notes that strike me for people so if we read again we do it so I love that I love that that happened because again the mediumship doesn't always come through too so I love that 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 that, that 
that happened for you. So that's great. And that your mom, your mom got it. So yeah, so you know what this is too. Oh, I was going to say, we might've mentioned it in the reading. I felt like you've probably had a prostitute experience in your past life as oh, well. God, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. it's not so, even like, Oh, of course it's like, yeah. And I've had to freaking heal from trauma from this life too, especially in terms of like guys or, you know, relationships. Yeah. Cause my thing, I won't go too deep into it, but my thing is like abandonment. My childhood was very, very rough and I've had such bad abandonment issues and I've always had the power of like just knowing the right answers to stuff yet I can get so bored or it's like, I don't listen to it. You know? <laughs> Aries. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's true. And, I was... and, and that's Sag too. Mm-hmm. Sag, Sag thinks it has the answer without pausing to ask if it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sag is like, Oh, this is definitely it. Uh, without going again, it, like connecting into a, a state of depth into the awareness and go, wait a second, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's like for me, is like, I think I realize like I have so much power and it's not in a bad type of way. It's just power in multiple ways, I'll say. But that I tend to give it away and I like want something so badly and I'll just give my power away and just try to, you know, blend like water or whatever. And it's just no, boo. It's that that's not it. So that's, well, that's, that's, that's the fear. That's the lack. That's mm-hmm. the, we think we have to have this because of survival dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And that's part of, and that's really a major part of prostitute energy as well as I have to have, I have to do this to survive mm-hmm. this. I need this. And we justify, I have to do this. We're not doing it consciously because we choose it. Um, we're doing it because we think we have to, it's that have to, I should, we should on ourselves. So it's, 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 so it's when we heal the, the prostitute within us, it's recognizing that we have everything we need and, and we make everything we do conscious and we're not running off of that fear zone anymore. And so whatever we choose to go, I'm deciding this because I want to, not because I have to anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's very, very important uh, a great lesson and, and for most humans, because most of us learn through obligation, mm-hmm. through through have to. And then we grow up obligating ourselves to people, places and things that um, bind our freedom mm-hmm. yep. of it in our expression, because we are we're trying to blend like water, which is very much so a prostitute thing, because, hey, I'll dress up and become whoever you want me to. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, it's going to get you off. and i say this maybe we'll leave it here i say i will not be anyone's fetish or fix anymore yes exactly we're just we're no longer dusty hoes in the past life we're the madames and the the queens and princesses (laughs) exactly we are the author of our own story now and no one gets to edit it for us Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. no one gets to write it for us edit it for us anything we are doing it exactly and it's going to be published soon and out on all platforms <laughs> yes i love it for both of us yes. we're doing it we're doing it oh, well i i'm really really happy that you came on and talked because i needed it and it's actually just nice to talk to you because you just we connect i've always just connected 
like from the beginning where I like found you on Instagram, my spell yeah. was just like, I love it. And then when I got my first reading, I was like, oh my God, love it. Next one. Oh my God, you're my guru. Just love it. Yeah. Well, and I forgot, I forgot you were in Atlanta. I forgot. Like I said, like, I, well, it's funny, you know, Pisces is my midheaven and Neptune is there. And I told my, I'd forgotten something that a friend had told me recently too. And I said to her, I said, I'm a walking dream right now, but yes. I'm learning to ground it in reality, like bring those dreams into the reality. So I love that you asked me the question about what I want to bring in. Cause it was a reminder for me, I, I just like everyone else, I have to remind myself, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Like, you know, you stay steady, stay on course, don't get distracted, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so it's, it, those reminders are vital for us. Yeah. So, well, I just hope that you have a really good day and we're definitely going to keep in touch. I got to get Thank a reading you. again soon. Um, yes. but you guys, <laughs> you guys can find, um, him at the country clairvoyant on IG. I'm going to link all his platforms and website and all that good stuff underneath there. Um, and if there's anything else that you want to be heard or anything, just say it, say, don't spray a boo. <laughs> yeah. So, just, yeah. I, I say, unless it's the bitch be gone spray, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. spray all that Please, all you want right now. <laughs> We need some of that right now for the world. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a bitch be gone virus um, right now. Bitch <laughs> be gone Rona, fear. She can go by Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no more by Felicia, by Rona. <laughs> by Rona. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That, we, we need a hashtag that, that shit. Um, no, it's, um, no, yeah, just uh, Instagram and the website, I think, is perfect. And, and let me know when you publish this so I can link it and promo it and promo you and, and get people, you know, um, get people on this so they can, you know, uh, subscribe to your podcast. Yeah, of so, course, of course. We'll definitely do and that. I'll do, and I'll do that. I'll definitely subscribe to it. So. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, yeah. I love you so much. I love your soul. Oh, I love you. And <laughs> Thank you. we'll stay connected. And you guys, this is Hidden Metaphysical Lick by me, DJ Nikki Montana. And this is Mr. Christian Bradley West. And we're out. <laughs> yeah.